This is the Big Kid Show. I am your host, Big Nick. And with me, as always, I have the OG squad, Mr. B and Sweetwater Mark. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We welcome and appreciate your applause tonight. Tonight, we will be playing one of our most requested shows of all time. (laughs) And that's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that is a one mount Rushmore. We are going to build and construct our own Mount Rushmore, and we love to put some of our favorite faces from some of our favorite persons and personalities out there in the world of celebrity. And what will we be putting on this Mount Rushmore today? Well, you know we had to do it. (laughs) Today we are building the Mount Rushmore for the hot dudes of the 80s, yeah! Yeah! yeah. yeah. <laughs> Most requested show of all time. Oh, I would man. give shout-outs to everybody that requested it, but we have a show to do here, Too fellas. Many. So it the way work. that this works, it is different than our top three, because for those of you that read a history book, you would understand that Mount Rushmore consists of four faces of some of the best presidents that, we, that we've had in this great country, and not bad-looking dudes either. But they were not in the decade of the 80s. Today, we are restricted to building the Mount Rushmore for our dudes of the 80s. Yeah! Yeah! yeah. All right. Mr. <laughs> B, I know you've been thinking about it all week long, <laughs> and now here we Heating sit. Up the sheets. <laughs> Here we sit with a case of wine, shirts off. I don't want to see anybody's O face today, gentlemen. So, no, uh, O, O face, O. With all of that out of the way, Mr. B, it is time for you to chisel face number one of your Mount Rushmore hot dudes of the 80s. Just the face. (laughs) Just the face. face. All right. So, easy number pick for my number one. I'm going to go with. This dude drove a badass Ferrari and solved crimes in Hawaii, better known as Magnum P.I. I'm going with Tom Selleck. Oh, right. That's one hot dude. Yeah, dude. I mean, I I aspire for that to be my job. I want to be a private investigator in Hawaii, and I want to have a Ferrari. If you guys can help me make that happen, I dream. (laughs) Investigate this. Yeah. (laughs) Side, side, Side note, I... Again, the research team, like when we brought up the hot dudes topic, the research team got real excited, which was really weird because usually they'd go the other route. Uh, uh, Mr. Tom Selleck actually probably could have been a pro baseball player. So he was 6'4 and played baseball and basketball. But uh, at one point, uh, Hall of Famer Mickey Mantle said he had the potential to be a major league player. I mean, think about that. If Mickey wow. Mantle came up to you and said, hey, Mark, you got the yeah, stuff. That's, that's pretty that's impressive. A, that's, some, that's some cred right there. So I, I thought that was really cool. But, hey, he's Magnum P.I. That's why he's on my uh, Mount Rushmore. Easy decision. Well, Lock it Mickey in. Mickey Mantle, he did hit the sauce pretty heavy for, for many decades. So who knows what he was looking at or thought he was looking at. But, well, but Tom this, Selleck, this he definitely the, This was in the, the 60s. Yeah, he definitely looked the role, looked the part of Mr. Baseball, right? Uh, Like you said, tall, very athletic, of course. And, you know, he's the kind of dude that he was good looking forever, right? You know, some of these dudes, they hit the wall 
pretty fast and hard. And this guy did not. I remember he was still being a hot dude. I think he was even a hot dude on um, on Friends. Didn't he date one of the girls on Friends? One of the women, I should say. Yeah, uh, I think I think he dated uh, Courtney Cox. That's right. That's really? right. Which and this hmm. big kid research team just passed me a little note. So um, because he was tied in with Magnum PI, he had to pass on the role of Indiana Jones. Hmm. Wow. So imagine that. You're like, dude, what did I just lose? Like how many millions of dollars? Well, yeah, and I, I know that it's difficult when you see these certain people play certain roles for such an extended period of time and do gangbusters work at, at that. But I think that's the right decision, right? I think Tom Selleck, boom, he sold it big time on Magnum PI. And that was a hit. Let's not forget that was a huge oh, hit. Was a huge 80s yeah. show. And Indiana Jones, one of the most iconic roles out there. And and again, he, he went on to date Monica from Friends. So it's a win-win. <laughs> he turned out doing all right. He's okay. He's okay. <laughs> Tom Selleck, he's my first number one. Mr. B likes him hairy and tall. All right. Uh, Mark. <laughs> and tan, too. He's a very tan gentleman. Well, tall, dark, and handsome and hairy. Working, tall, dark, and hairy is how he likes it. He's working in Hawaii, man. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark, it's your turn. We want to hear, uh, before we move on, I guess, Mr. B, should I ask you, do you have a, a, a specific spot on Mount Rushmore for him, or is he just another face on the mountain? I'm terrible at that stuff. I don't know. So I'll, I'll let the uh, creative designer of my Mount Rushmore decide. So he's just going to be somewhere up there. I don't know. Somewhere where his must, somewhere his mustache will be uh, shown prolifically. I think you, you put him where Roosevelt is. Yeah, put him in the, Teddy, the mustache with the mustache. Then there put you him go. In the Teddy Roosevelt spot. Yeah, the mustache he's, he's is going right there. Lock it in. You don't have to replace the mustache. All right, there, there you go, go. Mark. Boom. Are you going to be able to impress us as much as as Mr. B did with the Tom Selleck? Well, Tom, I'm going to keep. I'm going to keep dark and hairy. I'm going to keep it hairy and I'm going to keep it tall and dark. So yeah, I think we're going to be along the same lines. I just have to, I have to say this. I, I feel obligated to say this, that this is a fun episode to do, <laughs> boys. Honestly, like we do hot babes of the eighties, which I love doing hot babes of the eighties. How can you not love doing that? We're three married men. We tried to recruit our wives to come on and, you know, give their take on this with us on the episode. Didn't quite work out that way. So we're going to speak on their, on our wives' yeah. behalf of they the shot, they shot They shot us down a little bit. They shot us that's down. Right, that's right. But that's all right, because we're going we're gonna to fill those gaps. And for all of our loyal lady listeners out there, don't worry. We got you covered. We got you covered. So <laughs> like, you, like you said, let's keep it tall, dark, hairy. We're going to go to the beach with a car that talks, that would be a mixture of Night Rider and Baywatch. That would be one David Hasselhoff. Oh no! David Hasselhoff is chiseling himself onto my Mount Rushmore as we speak, gentlemen. You know there was a lot of options here, and um, but I'm learning so much about you right now, buddy. I, lo I love it. I love everything that we're learning. I love that you two guys are suckers for a nice car. <laughs> yeah, if someone pulls up a nice car, like, I'll get in. Cool. Yeah, I'll get in. <laughs> Doesn't even have to be candy. I'll get, get in. Get out of my dreams and into my car. There it is. There it is. So, I mean, come on. David Hasselhoff, the dude was Night Rider. He was a badass, right? 
And there's a reason they picked him to be on Baywatch. Now, Baywatch started in 1989, so that kind of barely qualified. But you don't put David Hasselhoff on a beach with all those mega attractive people if he's not in that same category. Am I wrong? You're right. No one hassles the Hoff. Yeah. No one hassles the Hoff. Plus, you know, he's huge in Germany. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and our German listenership is at its peak right now, so I'm hoping they'll support me on this. But, and just uh, like no. Mickey Mantle, he's been drunk for decades. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, unfortunately, look at his filmography and his seriesography. It's, it's not very strong outside of Night Rider and Baywatch. There's not a, a lot of uh, shining stars in there anywhere. But uh, but David Hasselhoff will will make my Mount Rushmore. Um, I think I'm going to tuck him back where the Teddy Roosevelt is, not because of the mustache, but just because we're going to tuck him as as the the solid number four choice. So, you know, we'll only catch him at certain angles. But uh, David Hasselhoff, congrats. You're in the top four. Congrats. But Mark pointing out that he does not want Hasselhoff to be the face of his mountain Rushmore. No, no, not at all. All right. Well, that's leads us to our big Nick pick, which everybody's just dying to hear. But I, 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 I am. <laughs> I will pull back the curtain here a little bit. You brought up your wives, uh, gentlemen, and I brought up this topic. Hot babes of the uh 90s hot dudes of the 90s different topics you know i've tried to get her input and the input that i received is one she does not care to discuss the the hot women with me Uh, not out of (laughs) not out of any kind of jealousy she just thinks it's dumb now her friends her friends are very intrigued with who i choose for the hot women category which i find that very charming and interesting and i love to hear their input as well now, hot dudes, the input she gave me is that I have a very poor taste in men. So um, take that for what it, it is. But <laughs> guess what? At the end of the day, Big Nick knows what he likes. And guess what? This Mount Rushmore was not difficult at all for Big Nick. So <laughs> if we're going to go tall and hairy... I guess not so much dark for my gentleman, but this guy is much taller than I expected him to be when he first burst onto the scene. Uh, Like my, you will see a reoccurring theme with Big Nick, right? Big Nick loves music. I, I, for whatever reason, I, I, I find people more attractive that can play an instrument, that can sing, and so you will see just like with my. My hot women of the 80s and the 90s, you will see that I a lot of musicians made their way into the hot dudes of the 80s. Yeah, uh, and yeah. my first one is a, a rock and roller type, uh, and you will know him right away, and you, you'll think about how beautiful he is as soon as I say his name. I'm going to go with a one Sebastian Bach from Skid Row. <laughs> you guys laughed at my David Hasselhoff pick and you're picking Sebastian Bach? Oh, come on, man. Everybody, all the women loved him. All the dudes wanted to be him when Skid Row burst onto the scene. I remember that. I remember you video comes out and he looks, you know, he he's singing so beautifully. He's got the hair flowing all the time and he He's just, he's so beautiful. It's hard to believe that he's a man. And I just assumed, <laughs> I just assumed that he was like this small kind of meek, uh, like feminine man, like, cause he's so beautiful from seeing that I remember you video. And then no, 
I very quickly learned that dude's like he's like six three or six he's four. Dude. He's a very tall, yeah, I'm very sure tall, like manly four. guy. Yeah, and it, and if if the stories are correct, the stories that I heard in the eighties and the nineties, he likes to fight too. He likes to throw them fist once in a while. Uh, he he was known to known to get in some fist fights with some of the other bands on on tour and and some of the roughnecks in the in the crowd. So I'm going to give a big shout out to uh, Sebastian Bach. I loved me some Skid Row when I was a kid and always thought he was one hell of a fine looking gentleman. So big Nick, I, I just have to interject here. So if Sebastian Bach makes your list and somehow Axel Rose doesn't make your list, the world is going to be disappointed. I never thought Axel was attractive. I thought <laughs> I his voice would he- pull you in. I thought his voice would would sell the face for you. <laughs> Just know that Axel's going to be very disappointed in you. That's all I'm going to point out. Yeah, he's, a, fo- he's out. a follower of the show. He's a follower of the show. In Axel, the if you're out there November listening, rain, he's going to be crying because he's not on your Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Axel's what makes people gravitate towards someone like Axel is his personality. He's got a very unique personality, and it's not a very friendly one either. Um, and yeah. as aggressive as he is, the he drugs. Al- <laughs> he always plays. If you if you really listen to the words and the lyrics of his song songs there's no woman that he can't walk away from but he's always the victim in the relationship he's always the victim and we know from reading the news that axel rose is probably not the victim ever in any scenario so (laughs) that's a true uh, statement right there that's that's the reason why he's he's a different kind of charming uh but yeah sebastian bach don't bring him home to mom but uh yeah going on mount rushmore just another face on the mountain though let's not get carried away here okay let's not get get carried away all right real quick guys we this is our fourth episode of mount rushmore can we establish that the Teddy Roosevelt is the worst position yes. in the Mount Rushmore? I think that's the consensus, yes. Yeah, it's, because it's it, tucked. Well, and it almost looks like they didn't finish his face. It's like yeah. it yeah. like like the they chiseled up. it on a Friday. They're like, ah, it's 3.30. I got to get out of here. I got to go sit on a bar stool. I'm done. His chin's not done. I'm getting the fuck out of here, man. I'm good. <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah, that's not the spot that you want to be in. But uh, mm-hmm. you know what? George, George and Abraham are kind of the lead. I kind of feel like Sebastian, though. You kind of want to see that long, flowing hair a little bit. So I don't want to tuck him away so far in the background there. But uh, he could be next to Teddy. I mean, that's you know, that's a solid spot. Another where you can show face, some hair. Another face on the mountain for Big Nick here. We know the prominent spot. The only spot we really need to to I think dedicate is the George Washington spot. That's the most prominent spot, right? That's kind of the leader yeah. of the pack. Yeah. And with, with that Abraham said, being a close second. Yes. Abraham Lincoln. All right. Abraham Mr. Lincoln. B, number two, whose face are you putting on your Mount Rushmore hot dudes of the 80s? So I'm going with the very tall, also strong and apparently smart Mr. Dolph Lundgren. Ooh, Dolph. great pick. Also, if he dies, he dies. Yeah. So <clears throat> I didn't know this. Apparently, before he got his start in Hollywood, he was actually a bodyguard for Grace Jones. Really? Which is crazy. And so there was all these claims that he was like had an IQ of north of 160. Like and he like he even shoots today. He's like, no, that's bullshit. But this guy has degrees in chemistry, chemical engineering, and uh he even went attended MIT. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. 
And there's a one story I thought was awesome because we already know he's a badass in Rocky Four, but right. um, apparently, sometime in 2009, he like you know left his house and these burglars broke into his house somewhere in Spain. He had a home in Spain. They actually tied up his wife and they were ransacking his house and they saw a picture of him and immediately said, fuck this and left. What? Yeah, that's how badass Dolph Lundgren is that if you just see a picture of him, you're breaking into his house. You're like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. (laughs) Abort. Abort. Yeah. So (laughs) Dolph Lundgren is going to make my wall. Uh, I didn't like him in Rocky Four, but he's he's an attractive man on the board. I didn't like him in Rocky Four either because I'm like he's a drug user. He's shooting up with steroids. He's cheating the system. It's the Cold War. We don't like anybody in Russia. And here's this Putin child coming in to my territory and trying to bust up my champ, the people's hey, big, champ. Big Nick, bring it down. Bring All it right, down. Sorry. Easy, easy right, buddy. Easy. Hey, <laughs> oh my god. Take, take a deep breath. Take a but deep breath. Relax. I relax. do like me some Dolph Lundgren, and you know what? Not bad looking in the He Man movie either, my friend. Exactly. And the fact that you can even be think of as cast as He-Man means your physique is on point. I think he's the only guy that can play He-Man. Like yeah. he's the only one that fits the role. Yeah. But I was I was, just was really shocked about some of the IQ stuff. Like I mean, he apparently is very smart. He speaks a bunch of different languages, I think, and um yeah, Dolph Lundgren, he's going to make the I don't know where I'm going to put him either. I think maybe I'll put him uh what's furthest to the left. That's, That's George Washington. Washington. No, he's not George Washington. So he's he's the other Thomas Jefferson. Right. He's Thomas Jefferson. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. That's a solid in. spot. Respect. Solid spot. Respect. Yeah. respect. Respect. Thank you, guys. Put some respect in his name. <laughs> All right, Sweetwater Mark. <laughs> Tell us who's who you're sweet on, my friend. <laughs> I'm I'm real sweet on this gentleman. Really like sweet tea. Um no, so th- this guy to me was, <clears throat> so my sister was five years older than I was and she used to like, subs- I love you, sis. She used to subscribe to all like the teeny bop yep. magazines and all, you know what I mean? So you'd see like the, it was all the neon colors with the pictures of the heart throbs. Did she have the them 80s. cut? Did she have them cut up on her wall? Oh, Mr. Yeah. B knows oh, what yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. had a few as well. But, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. But no, I, this guy was a frequent uh, cover boy. And, you know, of course, young me rolled my eyes. Uh, <laughs> but I, 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 he grew up to respect this guy as an actor. He's a really fantastic actor. And the name of one of the series that he was in will forever haunt me. If you go back just a few weeks and listen to our no phones with Mr. B, I am haunted by the show that this guy was on. <laughs> and that was one 21 jump street. And that oh, is yeah. one Johnny Depp <laughs> is going to be my number three. Johnny oh. Depp was like the ultimate pretty boy. Right. And you know, now he, God, he turned out to be a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Maybe not, not so much now, but hey. <laughs> the ladies he likes, you know, are pooping on beds and weird stuff's happening. But uh, but she no, he a, was. She made a grumpy is what he said. She grumpy, made a grumpy. That's right. <laughs> Even the way he speaks is bizarre. Like he took that Pirates of the Caribbean role and mixed it with uh, fear and loathing and really ran with it. <laughs> And he's, he's hanging on to it hard. <laughs> yeah, he never lost the eyeliner and, you know. But uh, but no, Johnny Depp, honestly, like, fantastic actor in a ton of movies that I loved. And uh, it was tough because with a few of these choices, 
like some of the the actors that I like kind of blend into the '90s a little. So I had to like make sure that there was some '80s stuff that I actually. Yep. But he was in Nightmare on Elm Street, the original Platoon, um, and obviously Twenty One Jump Street. So so quite a few you know pretty pretty famous roles, but. Um, but yeah, we'll throw Johnny Depp on there. I, I think we'll give I think we'll give Johnny the Thomas Jefferson face. I think that's a, a solid spot for him. He's he's fairly, you know, up in the front and uh, and right up there. So love it, buddy, got, gentlemen. Great pick. Yeah, you don't want to put him in the George Washington spot, or your friends will think you're crazy. Okay, no, I got I got a spe- I got a special spot for George. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fantastic pick. There's not too many people that will argue with that one. Uh, Going to say, did not make my list, though. You know, I'm very picky, very Johnny's choosy. Johnny's very disappointed. But Sebastian Bach somehow made your list. I'm just not going to let you live that down. Nope. <laughs> the I Remember You video? Come on. Hey, here, here's – I got – we gave out homework our last episode. I, I got a little homework. So – our listener, lady listeners out there, just give us a quick vote. Johnny Depp or Sebastian Bach? Oh, yeah, no, Bach. no. Sebastian Bach's going <laughs> to lose. He's, like, Johnny Depp will, will lap him. We'll lap him several times in that race, my friends. Uh, no, it's her. Uh, look, look, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, my friends. Exactly. Right? And this you are the my, 80s rock this, boy. So this I, is I my choice. You can't tell me who to love. Don't tell me who to love. You can't tell me who to love. <laughs> who the hell do you think you are? You, hey. How can you judge me, Mark, Big when Nick, you can't Big even Nick, love Big yourself? Nick. Big Nick, bring it down a level. You bring can't it down your level. own hotness level over there. You can't <laughs> even love yourself. Big Nick's broke You're on a hot scale back of up. your own. <laughs> All right. Calm down. Whew. Deep breaths. Deep bring breaths. it down a level. All right. I you know what? I'm going to go I'm going to go ahead and give you another just another face on the uh the mountain here, but uh I would never say it to his face because oh what a beautiful face it was. Well, that's that's mean. If he has a beautiful face, you should tell him. I'm going to Oh, I will tell him. I will go with the one. To face him. He's that beautiful. George Michael will be my next pick. Ooh. Uh, this guy is an attractive man. He's an incredibly attractive man, number one. And here's the thing that's great about George Michael. Super talented, uh, great music videos, great songs, uh, great dancer. But hearing. One thing that was one thing that was always very impressive about him was he was kind of a master of disguise, right? Like every music video that came out with George Michael, he looked completely different than the last video, and yet he always looked incredibly good. You like I yeah. I remember going, "Man, if I could grow up and look like somebody, that's the guy that I want to look like." And then on top of that, and I'll We're tell you why. Learning so much. No, I'm, I'm learning so much. I will tell you why, boys. And here's why you want to look like George Michael. Have you ever, and you can look this up. I would say this is a homework assignment, but people, this won't even feel like work. People want to do this just out of the pure joy of the experience. If you look up pictures of George Michael with Princess Diane, the look that every time that they're together, the look that she gives that man the entire time, she's like, I know he's, <laughs> it's the look that says, like, I know I'm married to the the future king. Um, and I know this man will say no because of his sexual preference, but God, I would trade everything for him. <laughs> but I gotta have faith, the faith, the faith. <laughs> 
Oh, big dick. I love it, buddy. Yep, yep. That's so, a solid choice. <laughs> you're damn right, Mark. It's a solid didn't choice. He, didn't he like kind of have the partial mullet going on for a little while? Oh, I'm sure that he did. It, it was the eighties, man. No, I, I get it. I you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not knocking it. I'm just I had a mullet in the eighties. Me too. You did? I did. We are learning so much. So Even though I was in elementary episode. school, it was business in the front and a party in the back. Yeah. Hey, uh, same here, buddy. St- you still won't see a better mullet than going to a Golden Corral. I'll just say that. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> Fact. But, but Mark, it, George Michael had many different haircuts in the 80s. It's true. And, you know, remember, it was a weird and funky and fun time. Yeah, uh, we were just having a good time. Yeah, we're having a good time. That's right. Just having a good time. Just hey, a couple if you can pull dudes. it off, go for it. That's right. But yeah, big shout out to George Michael. I, I miss you, my friend, a, a great creator of a lot of great songs over the years. And uh, I know a lot of people were heartbroken when he passed away. Uh, one of those guys that passed away uh, far too young. Uh, but uh, uh, anyway, that's my second pick, the big Nick pick. And that's going to take us around to face number three on your mountain, Mr. B. So I like to have a guy that's a man's man, a guy right. that can take care of himself and kick a little ass when he needs to. And that would be one Carlos Ray Norris, better known as Chuck Norris. <laughs> Chuck Norris. How does he not make anyone's list? Chuck Norris, man. He's he's goddamn Chuck Norris. Wait, so, did Chuck Norris chisel the mountain that he's on? Because I'm pretty yeah. sure he did. <laughs> no, he did it with roundhouse kicks. He roundhouse kicked his own face onto there. And he did it from three miles away while driving a car. That's what Chuck Norris did. I could picture this like like it's happening right before my own eyes, my own very yeah. eyes. Mr. B and Carlos Norris, they, they are sharing, they're cohabitating an apartment, a beautiful, a stunning apartment stunning. In, the, in the hills of Vermont. American and, flags hanging everywhere. And they spent, that's, that's, they spent most of the morning, you know, reading. They slept in, read the paper, a late breakfast, and then Mr. B screams and points to the floor. Carlos, it's a spider. And so you need that tough guy. You need that man's man to kill the spider is what you're saying. No, I, I, I am a spider killer. Oh, you are the spider yeah. killer. But <laughs> again, if I'm having a wall of 80s hot dudes from the 80s, yeah, Chuck Norris yeah. is making the list because he's roundhouse kicking everybody. And when, also, he's Chuck Norris. So I, I don't, you don't even have to say anything else. Just say, Chuck Norris, move on, go. Yeah. Oh, no, there's no arguments. Nobody's arguing. Done. Chuck Norris. The only question I have is beard or no beard. It's Chuck Norris. Do you even, (laughs) you better, don't even ask him that question because he will grow a beard on command. I'm (laughs) asking you. It's your Mount Rushmore. You have to determine are you putting him up there with a beard or with no beard? uh, I think he has quasi beard. So what you're saying is when you chisel him into the mountain, he has no beard. And then the next day you come back and somehow he grew a beard. Yeah. And then if you come back the next day, the beard's gone. It could come back. Like his it's beard, his choice, not yours. Yeah, his beard will change depending on how he's feeling for the day. Because <laughs> that's what Chuck Norris does. That's fantastic. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I got sidetracked. I meant the beer. I'm drinking a little Hellcat from the good folks over at uh, Brewdog. It's got the Iron Maiden can. You guys, yeah, have he, you seen the Iron hey, Maiden? That, that's Chuck Norris approved. That's right. Ch- Chuck Norris tasted. Ch- Chuck Norris approved. 
Carlos Norris. Fine pick. A wonderful I mean, you pick. know what they say about Chuck Norris. He doesn't wear a watch. He simply decides what time it is. That's true. So. Well, and also, I don't know if you knew this, but Chuck Norris's tears cure cancer, but the problem is Chuck Norris never cries. <laughs> Come on, Chuck. Come on, Chuck. Do it for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's not go down the road of Chuck Norris jokes. No, <laughs> let's keep it's a long road. Let's move it on. Let's move it on. Continue on to Sweetwater Mark. He's got a number three pick that he's just dying to tell us about. Go ahead. You have well, the floor, my friend. My my mountain's getting sweeter by the minute here, boys. That's all I got to say. So, mm. Mm, mm, mm. so sweeter than a Waffle House syrup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so for my number three selection, we are going to go back in time to a man that grew up down the road from all three of us gentlemen in Dayton, Ohio. Oh. And he starred in films such as St. Elmo's Fire, The Outsiders, Youngblood, Oxford Blues. Yep. That would be one very classy and boy like Rob Lowe. Oh. Dude, he never ages. Never. Wow. I'm pretty sure he looks the same today as he like you could make Chuck same you do as Chuck Norris jokes. You can make those jokes about Rob Lowe and his appearance because he looks identical now. He like looks, I remember seeing him in Wayne's world and I was like, I hate that dude, but he's a suave looking motherfucker. Yeah. And he's like a hundred he's like 142 years old. Rob Lowe looks the same today as he did when he was 21 and made that sex video with that underage girl. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, I didn't you know didn't about know, that. You don't remember that? No, he's just, well, hold on. The guys are destroying his face off of my Mount Rushmore yeah. wall at the moment. I had no yeah. idea. That's why he got clean and sober for a long time. Oh, okay. oh Rob. Come on, <laughs> Rob. Hey, what are you again, doing? it was the 80s. It was a crazy, wild, well, funky see, now you time. Make it we tough. I can't fun. say anything nice about the guy because you just ruined the whole, my, my whole mountain. He's dynamite rigged and blown it, up now. No, <laughs> dude, it was, it was straight up 35 years or 36 years ago. I think we can forgive him for one indiscretion. I guess. I'm assuming there's, it was one indiscretion. There is forgiveness, I suppose. But uh, but no, seriously, like, I mean, I, you know, the guy doesn't age. And again, thinking back to those heartthrob magazines, like, it's so funny how popular those were, man. Mark, like, hang on. I, you, were read, you were reading those, weren't you? No, I, the cover. It's all I have to see is the cover because I like, all go right. get the mail. You go get the mailbox. I'm like, Jesus Christ, another one of these freaking magazines. Mark, it's, good to, it's good to learn styling tips and things yeah, like Mark, that. Mark, you need a little Mark, help. This is the trust tree. You're safe. The trust tree. It's a safe zone. I read every page. But, you know, anyway, um, no, Rob Lowe, honestly, I think it was a shoe in And uh, we're going to give him the Abraham Lincoln spot. I think Ooh, nice. Nice. he's much deserved nice. of the Abraham Lincoln spot, you know. So that's what I got, gentlemen. Well, I, Mark, I love the pick. And I know Mr. Robert Lowe enjoys the pick as well. He's honored to be on your mountain. And I just want to say this, you know, there will come a day. When we will be requested so many times that we will not be able to say no, just like what happened today, that we will be doing the hot dudes of the 2010s. And It'll still be in it. <laughs> yeah. I can picture in the same it now. spot. <laughs> on, on my mountain and on your mountain, 
but on my mountain, more importantly, could be Rob Lowe and maybe a Sweetwater Mark and a Mr. B. Who knows? We, Ooh. you guys were both very fine looking in the in the 2010s. Fine looking uh, gentlemen. Fine hey, looking I, I needed that boost today. That really helped. Thank fine you. ass no. gentlemen. Hey, no problem. But but keep in mind that was a long time ago, Mr. B. That yes. was a long time ago. Now, those, are, right. those are the good years. More importantly, <laughs> uh, let's get back to Mr. Big Nick with his fine pick. We got the number three pick for. Uh, myself here. And you know what? I'm going to follow your lead there, Mark. I'm not going with Rob Lowe, but I have a guy who seems to age at the same speed as a one Rob Lowe. And that is slow as. Uh, How slow? Slow as. But I'm going to go with a one John Stamos as Whoa, my, uh, Stamos. my number three. You got pick. Stamos. I got Teed Stamos. <laughs> So I'm following along here, you know, sticking with a little bit of the rock and roll theme, you know, Sebastian Bach, George Michael, now John Stamos. Uh, Don't forget, he was once the drummer for the Beach Boys. And this guy, if you if you ever get an opportunity to hear an interview with John Stamos or read an interview with John Stamos, this guy somehow. Maybe it's his personality, how friendly he is. I don't know what. Uh, I'm sure it's a lot of qualities that we are not aware of that you that you have to experience firsthand and in person. But he, for whatever reason, he is like has an amazing amount of incredibly famous friends, like long term friendships with people that you would not anticipate. Uh, and th- persons like Don Rickles, uh, again, all all of the Beach Boys, uh, he 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 became friends with them because he he became friends with Brian Wilson. Uh, and that's wow. a dude that's hard to become friends with. <laughs> Brian Wilson has a very select group of friends <laughs> and it's like three people, um, himself, his wife and John Stamos. But, um, uh, and Stamos is friends with, uh, Howard Stern, just a, just a weird collection of friends that this guy has ac- accumulated over the years. And of course he's one fine Greek looking fella, isn't he? One fine dude. <laughs> Fine mofo. He, he was right. one of those guys that was a heartthrob. And it, it, I, when did Full House start? That wasn't until the 90s, right? Mark is like our our, our fact early, checker early for heart, heartthrobs of the 80s. He, he knows who was on the <laughs> I cover. I see him on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Jesse. He wasn't on the cover. Uncle Jesse. Uncle Jesse. That's right. That's Uncle right. Jesse. Love it, buddy. He, Good pick. He wasn't on the cover. It didn't qualify. So... <laughs> Yeah, Uncle Jesse, he had he had the cool hair back then, and uh, he's aged incredibly well. And that's going to bring us around to the fourth and final pick. Mr. B, you do have to tell us if this person is making it into the George Washington spot, the, the most prominent and most desirable of the, of the four placements there. Uh, and if this person does not make it, you need to tell us who is at the George Washington spot, your fourth and final pick for your Mount Rushmore hot so this, dudes this, of the 80s. This fellow will be making my George Washington spot. This guy has made films that have grossed approximately $9.3 billion, with a Ooh. B. He is better known as Indiana Jones and Han Solo. We're going to go with Mr. Harrison Ford. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. And I mean, even in the eighties, he was already in his forties and dude was attractive guy. Was he in his forties in the eighties? He was, he was, he was, he was born in 1942. Wow. Holy moly. So they're coming out with a new Indiana Jones movie, correct? He's going to be like 80. (laughs) 
<laughs> so, like, our, so the scene where he sneezes, they'll have to have a, a stunt double, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, he's going to throw his back out. <laughs> but no, Harrison Ford. I mean, again, just just literally Indiana Jones and uh, Star Wars alone would be why. Oh, yeah. I mean, just suave, smooth guy, uh, Harrison Ford. And plus, his name's Harrison. That's just a cool first name. That's a cool first name. Yeah. Well, and who would have thought that somebody could could step into and take over that Han Solo role? Because as we discussed in our May 4th, May the 4th be with you episode. May be with you. He was not originally chosen to play that role. So he takes over that role. And then right from then and there, he steps just just trots on into the Indiana Jones role for Steven Spielberg and and, uh, George Lucas. And so who would imagine what uh, if you would have told me that that dude was going to play Han Solo in the in the late 70s and then just walk right into the cool ass role of Indiana Jones in the early 80s, I would have been like, no, he's kind of he's kind of typecast at that point. Right. But he, he was able to pull off both in an incredible fashion. And he's he's amazing because you, you think back at how he played both of those roles and how well he sold them. And back then, when you when you landed a role like that, you know, a lot of times, remember, we went through that phase of about 15 years, maybe maybe even 20 years where everybody's like, I don't do sequels. Right. Oh, I'm so I'm look at me, Mr. Fancy Pants. I don't do sequels. (laughs) Indiana Jones is like, look, I, I saw this shit and it was a lot of fun to do this role. And it was a chance and an opportunity of a lifetime. And guess what? Go ahead and sign me up again, son, sign because I'm, I'm ready to do it. Hand me the whip. Hand me the whip and I'll get to cracking. Moving on up. Moving on up. <laughs> Lots of quality choice. It's funny that we talked about him in the May 4th about being so charming and like, you know, in those in the role of Han Solo. And, you know, I mean... There's not many people that can just walk on and take a role like that coming from a carpenter perspective. Mm. So you got to have some visual appeal going on to the masses. So hard to disagree, Mr. B. Thanks, fellas. Two greatest, the two greatest scenes in all of film, right? Princess Leia says, I love you. Han Solo says, I know. Then fast forward to The Fugitive, where Harrison Ford says, I didn't kill my wife. It was the one-armed yeah. man. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who's the other guy? I'm blanking on the other guy. Isn't that the, isn't that the moment then, before wait, he hops off Tom, the... Tommy Lee Jones. And then Tommy Lee Jones will cut that middle part out. Harrison Ford goes, I didn't kill my wife. And Tommy Lee Jones goes, I don't care. I don't two, care. two greatest scenes in all of film. And right, then he there. jumps off the uh, the thing. Right? Yeah, I think yep. he jumps off the waterfall. That's a great movie, man. Great movie, Mister Sweetwater Mark. You're up, man. Faced with a tough decision, this is the final face on the mountain of Mark. Who do you I have? Feel like all the pressure is on sure. me right now, gentlemen. But it's all right. It's all right. I feel comfortable. I feel good because I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in hot, and that's because this guy's career is hot. I mean, this guy (laughs) in the 80s. So hot. Let me just list off what this guy was in in the 80s. Please do. 
Risky Business, Legend, Top Gun, The Color of Money, Cocktail, Young Guns, Rain Man, Born on the Fourth of July, Tom Cruise. Never heard I'm of Tom Cruise. Mark has gone full Scientologist on us. Full yep. Scientology. Indoctrinate me into the science. <laughs> oh, oh, they will. They will. He also maybe picked the shortest guy of all of our Mount hey, Rushmore's. We're not picking. We're not picking brains here. We're not picking the uh, the smartest guy in the room, right? I'm not picking for uh, religious. <laughs> religious uh, reasons you know for that he'd probably be the last on my list but if we're talking about hot dudes of the 80s how is tom cruise not on your mount rushmore gentlemen that's all i gotta say so it was <laughs> I a have, very I have something called personal respect yeah. oh is that what we're calling it is that what we're calling it when did you when did you get that big nick respect thyself <laughs> respect thyself big nick just got it last week <laughs> well, I'm going to make my George Washington face bigger than your George Washington faces, oh. just so Tom Cruise can push Scientology to the world. No, I'm just kidding. I do not support Scientology. But Tom Cruise, amazing actor. You're if you can put all man. that personal stuff aside, amazing actor. Obviously, the ladies loved him. Uh-huh. Um, so I feel like the ladies would throw bottles at me if I didn't pick him for their behalf. Because really, that's who I'm representing in this episode is the ladies. I'm trying to pick who I think the ladies Thought we're the hot dudes of the 80s. So, Tom Cruise, welcome to the list. Welcome to the George Washington. Well, and you know what? I happened to be flipping the channels the other night, and sometimes you land on a damn good movie and you just stay there, right? And I watched a one, probably two-thirds of the way in and just stuck with it through the end there, a one Days of Thunder mm-hmm. was on. Yes. That is a magnificent Cold movie. Days I'm not, movie. A, you know, I, I wouldn't say I don't dislike nascar uh not a huge fan i'll watch daytona every year i I tune in for daytona but what a fine movie that days of thunder is man that makes you just want to go out and and just just break some speed limits right just go out there and see how many tickets you can get can you revoke my license sir because i'm gonna tear this shit up tonight i had zero interest in nascar until i saw that movie like and then as a kid, because we used to go to uh, Florida every year for vacation, and then we started going to Daytona Beach. So we started going over to D- Daytona Speedway and doing the tour. I guarantee I would have no interest in that if it wasn't for for that movie. But that's the 90s. That's a different decade. That, but that, I completely agree with you. That's, that's a fantastic film that uh, really drives NASCAR up the interest. So we we learned that Days of Thunder and Knight Rider were the inspiration for Mark's dream job of bank robbing getaway driver. Yep, that's right. You got it. And guess what, Mark? You're hired. You are hired, sir. There you go. Hey, you guys want to get away safely? Get in my car. Hop in. (laughs) That's uh, gentlemen. You've all made some very fine picks throughout the evening, but I'm going to go a different route here for my fourth and final pick. And this will be my George Washington spot, because if anybody were to argue with him, you would lose. Okay. So (laughs) we will go with a Mr. Vincent better known as Bo Jackson as George Washington, the athlete, and and not just a athlete, the athlete, athlete. maybe one of the greatest athletes of all time. I Uh, respect that pick. He he was a fine baseball player, an all-star level baseball player on both offense and defense. And then guess what? As a hobby, and these are his words, as a hobby, he played in the NFL just for fun, just yeah. for something to do. I play in the NFL. And by the way, I'm so good at football 
that I will play baseball for the entirety of the season. And yeah, you can draft me and put me on your football team. I probably won't be able to make it to a lot of the practices because I'm busy with my job, which is playing baseball. And when I'm done with my job in my free time, I'll show up and carry the rock for you on the gridiron and mow foes over with the ball. And the dude was so impressive on both the baseball field and the, the, the football field. And then on top of that, not a bad looking dude either. And you get, you get the commercials. He had charisma and the bow bow nose commercials. Those were super, uh, a a big part of my childhood. I remember them being very popular. And then on top of that, one of my favorite and probably I think arguably one of the most iconic, um, sports pictures of all time. I still think to this day is the the Bo Jackson. He's he's and this is why he's got sex appeal too, man. He's got the shirt off, but he's got the he's got the the shoulder pads on, the football shoulder pads on, and he's got the baseball bat, and he's yep. just kind of hanging yep. the arms up That's there. An it's, in, photo. it's in the black and white. That is one of mm-hmm. that ranks up there with the Michael Jordan wings yep. poster. I would agree yep. completely. Those are two 100%. of two of I think the the coolest posters from the eighties from my childhood for any any athlete from any any sport. And do you remember like Bo Jackson? Like a few times he would get struck out. You would see him. He would break his bat either over his knee or over his helmet. Yes, he I mean, could the, break a bat whenever he chose to. The strength to break a wooden baseball bat over his helmet or knee, like at will. Yeah. Like like he was like snapping like a you know toothpick and it's like what is that guy doing? I I would have to look it up and I should have came prepared with this here, but um, he is one of very few major league baseball players that his first at bat was a home run. You're probably right. I I, yeah, I feel like I've read that. that. Yeah. No, no, I know that it was. I just don't know how many people actually did it. So he was a Kansas City Royal, uh, and his first at bat was. A home run and you can you can find the call on youtube because i remember i i remember not watching it but likely seeing it on sports center and even seeing the call as an older gentleman uh, because we all know i am a, a fine sophisticated gentleman but uh yes you are <laughs> hearing the call and it, even the 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 guys calling the game the commentators were in shock like you know first at bat in the bigs boom but it's all you can't be entirely in shock. I mean, you look at the guy and you're like, "Yeah, if anybody's going to hit it over the over the fence today, it's probably going to be the dude with the big giant arms." It's going to be that dude. He was Bo a beast, man. Jackson. He was an absolute beast. I mean, to be able to pr- play two sports, I mean, how many people did that in general, right? It's got to be single digits. Well, and, and did it well. I mean, like you Yeah, exactly. About, like, I mean, Deion Sanders was one that's off the top of my head. But it wasn't I like mean, a backup quarterback that was like holding the clipboard, right. you yeah, know I mean, what I mean? These, like, these guys were just uh, electric athletes. And Bo Jackson, I think, is arguably one of the best athletes like ever. I mean, yeah. he's got to be at least in the discussion. I mean, that pick, Nick, is like totally out of left field, pun intended. And I love it, man. I love it. That's a great choice. Bo Jackson was an absolute beast, man. That guy was a Good killer job, baseball and killer football player. And, uh, yep, that's that's a very noble uh, George Washington to put on the front of your mountain there. 
Very fitting. I'll let him. I, I will let him lead the way any day for for us Absolutely. and our our good people. All right, gentlemen. Another fine episode here in the books. We have constructed three wonderful and beautiful mountains that everybody is happy to gaze upon in all of their greatness and all of their glory. Another fine episode in the books, and also we just pointed out a whole bunch of reasons why we are all just big kids. <laughs>